and welcome to Radio Drama Revival, the show dedicated to stories told to the medium of sound, showcasing the diversity and vitality of modern audio theater. Here are your news, reviews, discussion, and of course, stories. And I'm your host, Fred. Uh, today we conclude the fiery dark radio drama that's haunted you all this past month, The Salmon of Blackpool. Uh, for those of you who haven't been keeping up, uh, Salmon tells the story of a dying movie star, Johnny Gallagher, and the man who's hired to write the story of his life, Ryan Ritchie. But unlike the feel-good movie that Hollywood wants Richie to write, he finds that he's just, uh, the world's very dark indeed, and he feels compelled to tell this true story of the man who is uh, tormented and uh, pretty unhappy with uh, the state of the world and the state of himself. Uh, today, the end is close for Johnny, yet the little salmon in Richie's story keeps on swimming. Uh, what's left to know about this troubled man, and what, oh what, is to become of Richie's script? Find out today in the conclusion of The Marvelous Salmon of Blackpool by Crazy Dog Audio Theater. And just a quick word to the wise here, as you uh, or should be well known, this story is uh, mature um, for mature audiences only. Uh, this one does have some words that would not be appropriate for listening to your place of work. So uh, do be aware if you're in a public forum, uh, might want to put headphones on. Enjoy. Crazy Dog Audio Theater, in association with RTE Radio, presents... The Salmon of Blackpool by Roger Gregg Episode 4 <laughs> You know, it was a miracle that you got away with it for as long as you did, Johnny You were here in Cork for over a year before the press got on <laughs> Oh, but they're out there now for you The paparazzi the journalists, TV crews down at the gates, waiting to catch the latest about you. You sure gave them one hell of a story, didn't you, Johnny? <laughs> you helped me write the best thing I've ever done, and all I had to do was write down what I saw every day. It's not going to be what Sheldon asked for, but it's the truth. Now, for the final movement, the day you saw Sinead for the last time, we open with me wheeling you out into the piano room with your back against the window. Is here okay for you, Johnny? Yeah, yeah. You have the ticket. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we're all set, Johnny. Okay, yeah. let's do this. Am I drooling? Yeah, just... Just a bit. There we go. Better. Don't want that. Okay. Let her in. Right so, Johnny. Come on in, Sinead. Hey, Richie. Fimber is with me. All right. Well, Johnny's in here. Hello, Mr. Gallagher. Hi, sir. How's it going? Great. This is about the music, right? Right. I knew it. You listen to my demo, right? Uh, sure. Fantastic. <laughs> That's oh, wonderful. So are you going to set me up with a producer in L.A. or Nashville or something? No, no I'm, I'm not. You're not? Uh, no. Then why did you ask us to come here? And to have our bags packed and bring our passports. I, I, I didn't ask you, Fimber. But Sinead said it was about the music. Not your music. What music, then? Of course it's my music. I gave you the demo. Sinead's music. Me? What? Sinead's singing? Yeah. What are you talking about? For months now, Sinead's been singing for Johnny, and you know how he feels. He feels your phenomenal talent. Too big for Cork. Oh, come on. I don't believe this. Paper. Give it to her, Richie. What? Give me what? <laughs> Tickets, hotel reservations, studio bookings. Johnny's range everything for you. You fly to LA and you're going to spend a few months recording an album. What? Knock him dead, kid. I don't know what to say. <laughs> well, thank you, Mr. Gallagher. No, no, Sinead. 
Thank you. No, 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 no. What's going on here? You can't do this. Sinead's just a stunner, that's all. Stunner's cell. All right. Well, that's what this is really about. You want to have it off with Sinead. Timber! Well, feck you, Mr. Gallagher. You think you're a big feckin' movie star, Mr. Hollywood. And you can just come in here and body away into our pants. Look at you. Uh, drooling. In your chair. You're just some pathetic... Hang from black You better be easy. Fine! Fine. Come on, Sinead. We're going. We don't have to take this! He's not gonna be your pimp. Can we discuss this? Discuss what? There's nothing to discuss. Take the ticket, Sinead. Are you insane? Are you insane? We're gonna be married. Remember? We've big plans. You can't just go off. You were just about to go off. But that's different! How is that different? Because! Take it, Sinead. Sinead, now this is it, like. Now I'm gonna go, and I'm either gonna see you tonight, or it's all over. Now it's up to you. Yes, Fimber. It is up to me. And the scene ends with a shot of Sinead's eye, and it's fiery and determined, and we zoom into the black of her pupil until the entire screen is black, except for a circle of light. And then we see that the light is a reflection of the moon and that the black is the gently undulating surface of the water. And then suddenly the calm is shattered as the salmon leaps into the night sky and we see its silhouette flash in the moonlight which crossfades to the lights in a TV studio. And we draw back and we see our two characters being interviewed. Yeah, this is the last interview I ever gave Johnny. Johnny Gallagher, A-list movie star, Hollywood's most noted recluse, and now, of course, confronting this terrible motor neuron disease. It's an honor to speak with you. Yes, it is. Johnny, you've chosen to spend your remaining time back here in your hometown. I imagine that being back home after so many years away is helping you cope. Richard, tell him about the lobsters. You sure, Johnny? Lobsters? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so, right, there's this American tourist, all right, and he walks into the seafood restaurant in Cork and he sees, you know, the big tank full of lobsters in the water and all. Anyway, the waiter, waiter says to the tourist, just pick up any lobster you want there out of the tank and we'll go ahead and boil it for you. Tourist looks at the lobsters and says, yes, you know, that's amazing, like. And the waiter says, you never seen, you know, live lobsters before? And the American kind of goes, oh, yeah, sure, I've seen live lobsters before in a tank, but in the States, we've got a lid on the tank to stop the lobsters from climbing out. You know, so, so the waiter says, oh, geez, we don't have to worry about that, sir. These are cork lobsters. <laughs> cork lobsters, says the American. Yes, yeah, says the waiter. If one of them ever gets the notion to try and climb up, all the others drag him back down again. <laughs> <laughs> That's cock humor, right? Sorry, I, I, I don't get it. I, I don't get it. And then we cut to a lazy stream. Through the sunlight shimmering on the surface, we see the salmon slowly drift into the frame. And a whirlpool forms and spirals away into nothingness. And then the sound of traffic. And we zoom into the dark water and pull back into the pavement of a major junction of the road in from Mellow.
You recognise this place, Johnny? No. Oh, I think you do. This used to be the Murphy's Brewery. See, the chimney would come right down there. Do you remember that big chimney? Oh, come on, everybody knows the big chimney. The farmers used to drop with the trailers and shovel out all the hops. Still steaming. Christ, the smell. It was everywhere. Yeah, and see, the bar then used to be down there, but right at the stack. Oh, the, 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 the constellation. Yeah, that's it. And then the little stream used to run along by there. I used to see otters swimming there from time to time. I believe that. Otters. Oh, Johnny, yeah. I remember yeah. watching one once eat a salmon. And see up there then, there used to be just all those little cottages. No. You'd never know they were there, would you? No. Oh, God. Yeah, there's no plaque, there's no flowers, no sign, there's nothing in the market at all. Mary and Dennis Gallagher, number 12, Backwater Coast Road, Blackpool. Why are you doing this? Oh, come on, Johnny. Why are you script? No, Johnny, it's not about the script anymore. It's about you. I think you need to say it. Say what? What about that fact off to England when I was six? So what? Not that I spent the next ten years watching my mad drink herself to death till she finally had that stroke. Hmm? I'm mashing. Log on for 26 fucking days. Face all bloated like balloon tubes running everywhere. Seeing her like that, I... God, I wanted to pull the plug, but I couldn't. Yeah, sure. She was my ma. I loved her, but... Fucked up, but... Fucked, but still my ma. And that's it? Yeah, that's it. Why are you disappointed? No, I just thought that... Without what? That there'd be some horrible dark secret? My girlfriend dying, giving birth in a graveyard? No, 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 sorry. Then, then why couldn't you ever speak about any of this? It's over long ago, I can't change any of it. I don't like thinking about it, no. And I'm not one of those sad fucks who feels compelled to relive it on Oprah. It was bad enough to live through what's, you know, it's just one of those things. Pick any street anywhere and you'll find the story just as sad. But we move on. We all move on. Why did you come here, Johnny? brought me here. No, no, no. I mean back to Cork. Like after not setting a foot in the place for 30 years. 28 years. But you could have stayed in L.A., like. You're a millionaire. You could have stayed anywhere. Where else am I going to go? I'm dying for fuck's sake. So in the end, you... You just up and return to where it all started? I'll be here, aren't I? Like some... Some kind of salmon swimming home to die. You should put that in your script. Yeah, maybe I will. No, do, do. I'm serious. Richie. Yeah? When the time comes, you'll be there, right? Yeah. yeah Johnny, I'll be there. Richie, please don't let them prolong me. Johnny, I, I, I can't promise that. I... Don't let them prolong me, Richie. I... 
Yeah, Johnny, that's in the script. It's part of the final act. You know, it's funny, the first time that you and I really talked was the last time you could speak. So fast it progressed. A week after that, you couldn't move your lips at all anymore. And I was writing it all down, and that's all I was writing. It was the only story I wanted to tell. <sighs> Next page of script. Now, uh, we cross-cut to the salmon. The water is slower now. The violent currents have eased away. It's also shallow. It's barely enough for the fish to pass through. But he drags himself slowly up the shallows. It's agony, but he perseveres. Then we see the mouth of the fish gaping open and closed as he fights for breath. And this crossfades to the respirator being demonstrated by your medical team, Marcella and Dr. Whitman. Now, as the muscles of your respiratory system weaken, your breathing will become very difficult, and this BiPAP ventilatory support will be necessary, certainly at night. Why? To ensure that you continue breathing in your sleep. Eventually, as you lose control of breathing entirely, the BiPAP will have to be used around the clock. Oh, great. With the BiPAP comes the increasing risk of pneumonia, so... I'll me outside in the rain. I'm sorry, what was that? He said he wants to be left outside in the rain. Oh, no. Oh, God. <laughs> this is not the time for jokes. Mr Gallagher, Johnny, please. At this stage, it's crucial that you let us do what we can for you. With a tracheotomy, we can insert feeding tubes. Oh, no. Oh, no. You're not being rational. If for the past year and a half you had been following our instructions, taking your medications, your rilazole, and not drinking yourself stupid night and day, you would not be at this juncture right now. That was Johnny's decision. You stay out of this. You've been assisting him all along. Well, yeah, yeah, I have. What is this? Some kind of cork brotherhood? Well, thing? he has the right. Please, what is done is done. Can I have a word, Doctor? Certainly, yes. I insist that as medical professionals in charge of this man's care, we do the right thing here. Mm, you mean put him on the respirator? Yes. Surely you can see that given his history of alcoholism and what are now obvious signs of dementia, yes. which you know can be symptomatic of the illness, we have to intervene in Mr Gallagher's best interest. Oh, wait a minute! No! Johnny doesn't want this! We can't be sure of that. Because, thanks to you, he's never been sober. It's how he wanted to live his life. He's dying. He has the right. You have been part of the problem here all along. I have helped many patients survive comfortably for years. Yet you both have stubbornly resisted all my... It's his life! You don't care as long as you get your script. No, that's not true. He's my friend. He's not your friend. Look what you're doing to him! Oh, Jesus! Johnny, Johnny, don't cry, please! Get out of the way! Here, lift your head. Calm yourself down! Calm down! You see, Doctor, we have to deal with this! Very well. Let's put him under respirator. Cut to the salmon. Stranded on the rocky bank, he's fighting to breathe, he's writhing. He's trying to will himself back into the water. And now, onto the pages of script I just wrote this morning, the final bits. We cut to my character, grey afternoon, light arcing in through the window, soft rain on the glass. My character's in the study when the door opens. 
Sheldon, you're here. Yeah, I'm here. I just flew in this morning. What did I? What the hell was I play? Shannon or something? Shannon, yeah. Yeah. What a pit. What is it? In the middle of nowhere. I know. Yeah. <laughs> what is that about? Who wants to go to nowhere? <laughs> no one. <laughs> oh, yeah, in the rain. Uh, you should have given us a little bit more notice. We could have sent out a car to collect you. Yeah. How long have all the press been gathered outside? Ah, uh, past couple of weeks. Sure, the story's out now, like. Yeah, I know. Uh, Johnny's in next door. Uh, they've them all hooked up. They, they put him on a respirator. Come here, I'll show you. No, not yet. Uh, aren't you going to see him before? Well, no, look. <clears throat> I'm actually here to see you, Richie. Me? Yeah, the script. We've got a problem. What kind of problem? We're cutting you out, Rich. You're firing me? Well, the script, you know, you sent us. <laughs> look at this. <laughs> I didn't even know what to say. You know, I was wrong about you, Richie. I thought you were a, a good writer. I thought you could write us a good story. But it is a good story. You see? This is what I'm talking about. But the script is great, Sheldon. It's, it's authentic. Authentic. There. You see? Well, it's a true story of a man, a, a very flawed, uh, selfish and weak man. Why? Because that's what I've seen with him while I've been here with Johnny. It's the truth. Where is the life-affirming rags-to-riches story that we paid you to write? <sighs> well... Well, it's not there. I know. That's the point. It's not here. It's not anywhere on any page of this whole sordid script. And why? Because it never happened. It's a movie! Yeah. About Johnny Gallagher, who is in the next room, by the way. Richie, Richie, Richie. Well, this might be a damning indictment of the human condition, but it's not good box office. Oh, that's all you care about is box office. Yes! Because we are making a movie. Of course we care about box office. I mean, that's the name of the game here. I told you on day one, it's all about box office. Yes, yeah, also on day one, you told me you wanted something authentic. I asked you for a hero, and you have given me a slobbering drunk. You know, I asked for something uplifting, and you've given me two Irish morons drowning in despair. You know, I asked for some humor. Uh, hang on now, there is humor. Where? Uh, Where in this is there any humor? Oh, when, uh, when Johnny's character is, is talking about the cock lobsters. The lobsters. Exactly. What the hell was that about? Oh, sure, that's funny. That's, that's cock. <laughs> so? Who's going to laugh? I don't get it. I mean, even in this scene, the only people who laugh are you two. Oh, look, people will laugh at that. I mean, sure, I, I think Johnny's character is... is terrified of dying. No, I, I don't think you understand. He's not terrified of dying. He's, he's actually terrified of living. <sighs> what is it about, you guys? I mean, is there... Something in the water here, or what? You're gonna give me a heart attack! Yeah, but there is hope in the story, Sheldon. I mean, that's what the whole salmon thing symbolizes. You see, you got a famous movie star dying, and a salmon fish dying? What? There's no hope! But what about all them final scenes? Oh, right, the new fish. Look, you know, last page, and there's a new fish. Yeah, but right, yeah. But sure, that's how it works. The salmon returns to the place of birth. He, he dies, but not before spawning a whole new generation who then go off into the open and, and start the cycle of life all over great, again. Great! Great! So it all ends up in the last ten seconds with a scene out of The Lion King. Oh, no, jeez. This is real. It's, it's still the truth. Okay, okay. Then show me in this script where Johnny Gallagher spawns this new generation. Go on, show me. Well, well, well he doesn't, but not personally. Not personally! That's the point here, Rich. 
It's gotta be personal, one to one. A little blue-eyed boy and his mother. His mother dies, okay? But the little boy vows to carry on and prove his love for her by rising up out of the whatever, this, the, the, the crappy black pool place, and he makes something of himself, and he does it! He struggles and he succeeds! He gets out. He becomes a superstar, bringing joy to millions of people everywhere. And along the way, he finds some love. He loses love. He finds love again. He makes people laugh. He makes people cry. He makes them, you know, it's about life. Life. That's the word, not death. We want his life story. We don't want to be forced to watch him slowly dying for 96 minutes. But that's what's happening. Gee, damn it, Sheldon. My script is the right thing to do. Trust me. Trust you. Who the hell do you think you are? Your script? There's no your script, buddy boy. It's our script. We own it. And we're buried. No, no, you can't do that. Oh, yes, we can. I won't let you. you come on. Give me my script. You're just a nobody. Didn't you read the contract? We've been paying you for the script. Just see him. Just come and see what's happening to this man for real what's happening. You said he was once your friend, didn't you? But you said he, your whole career is built around him. You made a fortune off him, didn't you? All right. Johnny? Johnny, look who's here. It's Sheldon. Sheldon Burkus. How about that? Come all the way to Hollywood just to see you, Johnny. Oh man! They've uh, they've put him on that uh, that hideous life support thing it's just just to keep him breathing. Hmm. Oh, Johnny! Wow! I don't know what to say. Sheldon's just fired me, Johnny. Yeah. Um, we're not going to go with Richie's script, Johnny. I don't know if you've seen it, but. It's not what we're looking for. Yeah, I've been I've been reading it to him. Oh. Well then you know, Johnny, it's it's too 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 dark. Yeah, Johnny, it's too dark. We don't want to have all your uh, dirty laundry washed out in public, <laughs> people seeing you piss yourself and uh, <clears throat> and things. Oh, this is cool. Yeah, uh, you'll like this. We we're having a set built of your old house. You know those little cottages that uh, Blackpool bit, you know? I mean, that's the one bit in Richie's script that we did like. So we're going to build a set of the place, and then we can have your character there as a little blue-eyed boy, and the and the brewery, and the farmers, and and uh, that scene with you uh, watching the otter uh, eat the fish, and uh, and of course we'll have some scenes with you and your mom. So uh, so I'll be back tomorrow. Bye, Johnny. Take care. It's just you and me, Johnny. The last scene. How about this? There's a shot of the still eye of the lifeless salmon. It's reflecting the light of the sun. But then the light in the eye becomes the endless sea filling the screen. At first it seems perfectly still, but then we see that it's all alive with motion. 
And then suddenly, a salmon leaps up into the spray, up into the sun. How about that, Johnny? like it there but it's a big development due to open next month and it's in Blackpool so that is exciting and here's something else exciting well now it's number seven in the American charts and unbelievable it's starting to slowly climb up the charts here all the best for Cork's own Sinead Murphy my lips taste the salt brine as my toes touch the sea I step from the shoreline to the waves reach my knees I wade in deeper, I'm going all the way Your little stream with your little dreams can't hold me back today Just release me into the deep Don't try to fish me out with promises I can't keep The ocean is calling You have been listening to the final episode of The Salmon of Blackpool by Roger Gregg, featuring the talents of David Murray, Sarah Green, Michael Sheehan, Morgan Jones, Georgina Miller, Liam Heffernan, Roger Gregg, and Paul B. Lennox. Our sound engineer was Mark McGrath. The series was recorded on location with post-production in Crazy Dog Studios. The Salmon of Blackpool was written, directed, and produced by Roger Gregg. Find out more at crazydogaudiotheatre.com. And that was the conclusion to the Dark Bot Triumphant Story, Crazy Dog Audio Theatre's The Salmon of Blackpool. And lest we all swing into a state of total existential despair, we'll change gears a little bit later this month. But with a bit of luck, next week actually we'll have Roger Gregg himself, the magnificent author and producer, the head of Crazy Dog Audio Theatre. We hopefully will have him on the phone talk about this story, its radical departure from some of his other work, the state of uh, independent media in the world, and anything else about the craft. 
If you can't wait that long, recall you can always catch up on previous episodes at the podcast and blog, www.radiodramarevival.com. Uh, we have this show up there indeed. Uh, all three episodes before this. You can also hear more audio theater news, reviews, and discussion, as well as subscribe to the weekly show. And if you prefer, you can check us out on iTunes, search for Radio Drama Revival. And uh, lately, you uh, might be able to find me on audiodramatalk.com. Um, please, uh, I would love to uh, chat with you on that forum and get some of these discussions going about the art. And uh, maybe even get a Radio Drama Revival fan fiction forum up there. We'll see. Uh, that wraps it up for this week. Until next time, keep your mind and your ears open. Thanks for tuning in, and have a great week.